0: Welcome to the Sunday Poems. I'm Ken Hayda. Thank you for joining me. Episode number 138. I'd like to wish everyone a happy Memorial Day weekend, whenever you're listening to this podcast. I'd also, of course, need to remind us that this is the hundred year commemoration of the Tulsa race massacre. Uh, that deadly travesty in our Oklahoma history. Um, <clears throat> isn't it interesting that? that anniversary falls on Memorial Day weekend, and it serves as a perpetual reminder of what we must remember and what we must never forget, though there are still significant forces who want us to overlook it and put it behind us and pretend it never happened, which has been true for much of the hundred years since the event. But there are Significant voices that, of course, remind us of what we already know the truth to be. And the truth of history cannot finally be squelched. So in respect and honor to uh, that event, I want to begin today's program, this Memorial Day program, by reading a poem from Kure Shalilansana, his book The Skin of Dreams, published in 2019. The title of the poem I want to read is titled Rubble. And in this poem, Lansana dedicates it to Mrs. Clara Looper. If you're from Oklahoma, and even if you're not from Oklahoma, you may know of, and we all should know of, Mrs. Clara Looper. Clara Looper was a young lady who led the sit ins at the Katz Drugstore and other places in Oklahoma City, and was a significant force early on in the civil rights movement. She is certainly an Oklahoma hero and an American hero. And in this poem, Lanzana uh, begins with a quote from Looper uh, as she was being interviewed by the Associated Press in 2006. She said, quote, my biggest job now is making white people understand that black history is white history. We cannot separate the two. Close quote. So that's my theme for this Memorial Day, that we would remember that we are all part of this same history and we are continuing to make history together. So the title of the poem is Rubble, and it's in three parts. Part one, Dear Mrs. Looper, I knew you before that Atlanta preacher. You were closer to home. Dirt red from men sent to Texas burdened with mid-June words fed a girl child in Oak Fusky County who understood Jesus was not inside a hospital that kept her sick brother out. The house near Hammond held together by a maid and a brickworker, Folk who ached their bones brittle in August heat. Faith grown smile, a mask, and truth. Daddy said someday will be real soon. Tears long as endless walking and as hope. Greenwood, one hour and three minutes on 75. Fourteen years of kingdom building, ashes in 72 hours. Two years before love and mercy birthed you here on this God trembled land, this almost native, this almost black. this almost right-rooted impossibility and farsighted promise you put on those cat-eye glasses to see yesterday, today, and that a young child can lead if she knows what is required. Two, twelve Twelve children, three adults and you at Cats, dressed in courage and spittle, the nation yawned. Okie's awoke six months and a year pre-Greensboro. Daddy never able to sit down and eat a meal in a decent restaurant. History compels us to go. Let history alone be our final judge. State law upheld. Your 26 handcuffings, 26 cell blocks, 26 steel wool blankets, 26 concrete nights, 26 are the children safe, 26 I want to sleep in my bed. Not everyone sat with you, Mrs. Looper, legislated fear and lynching bees men provide or don't. John Tudman didn't think Harriet was coming back either. Like her, Justice, work, and prayer filled your empty. Three, you said if Christianity fails, then we surrender. Perhaps it has, Mrs. Looper. More likely, we have stumbled on the path still. In rubble and debris, we pray. We are the center of you built with worn, giving hands, a slight remembering of what was. A clear light on what remains to be done. Sincerely, your son in progress. Next, I move to Natasha Trethaway, her Pulitzer Prize winning book, Native Guard. Trethaway, in addition to winning the Pulitzer, also was the National Poet Laureate. I want to read her poem, Graveyard Blues, which is a reconstruction of her mother's gravesite. Graveyard Blues. It rained the whole time we were laying her down, rained from church to grave when we put her down. The suck of mud at our feet was a hollow sound. When the preacher called out, I held up my hand. When he called for a witness, I raised my hand. Death stops the body's work. The soul's a journeyman. The sun came out when I turned to walk away, glared down on me as I turned and walked away. My back to my mother, leaving her where she lay. The road going home was pocked with holes. That home-going road's always full of holes. Though we slow down, time's wheel. Still rolls. I wonder now among names of the dead. My mother's name. Stone pillow for my head. Next I want to read another mother poem. This is by Tracy K. Smith. Who also won the Pulitzer. And was also a Poet Laureate of the United States. Her book, The Body Question came out in 2003 by Grey Wolf Press. I want to read her poem, Five Dreams of Offspring. You are bathing the baby in a tin basin used for boiling hominy. You dip a cup beneath the surface and tip it over the baby's head, tracing the curve from crown to nape with your thumb. And again, this time tracing the ears. Papery things, each with its crescent-shaped nimbus of down. Brown leaves cough at your feet as if to ask, What business is this of yours? As if to keep you from knowing to lift the baby from the water and to hold her so she believes she has taken flight. The brown leaves want to wake you, but first they want to call your attention to the heap they have formed where you stand each dark shape awaiting hand. She will dry quickly in the sun. She will cry for shade. And when you shade her, watching her eyelids lower, leaning into her slight heft that rests easily against your chest, you will scan the yard for answers. A mound of leaves, like earth atop a fresh grave, to the question that quickens your shallow breaths. In a tin basin used for boiling hominy, you are bathing the baby. Brown leaves at your feet. She blinks when flying shadows cross. Outside of words, she thinks you and she are birds. Like all the others, your wings and her tufts bobbing in and out of water. Splashing beads of light that drop back into the basin. After brief flight, wind would sweep the sky of its faint clouds, thin as soap that has been handled to a papery thinness. And it would trouble the leaves that motionless seem not just to watch, but to hover on the verge of speaking. You are bathing the baby. Brown leaves cough at your feet. Papery things, like the bodies of crabs that have dried on the beach. Which is where you take the baby, certain by now she is yours. Born of your waking fear, your slow waiting. I conclude today's program with one of my poems from my 2020 collection, Sunlight and Cedar. This poem is titled, When friends gather, for Hank, Julie, Michael, Chris, and Holly. And to all of us who gather with friends and family on this Memorial Day weekend. When friends gather, even our bones feel better. Joints tighten, we walk straighter. Like raptors, we perch by a wood table, hunger in hand. Smoke rings circle to life fire simmering deep down inside too much living is skin tight a canvas too easy bled scabs too oft scratched feathers ruffled by corrupt winds blowing but in these moments we flourish again talons sharpen ageless birds we cherish stimulation bless time away from time Sensing something beyond hopeless hypocrisy. Old fire burning. Something summoned from depths where words begin. Well, thank you for joining me. If you enjoy the program, I invite you to subscribe and to share it. Pass it along to other friends who enjoy poetry. I hope you have a great weekend. If you're interested in my work and my public readings and my books, go to KenHeda.org. Until next week, I'm Ken Heda with the Sunday Poems.